Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story, crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending on and off, mostly on, for the past 13 years. My name is Riley, and I bartended for about two years. Yay. And now you just drink. At bars. At bars. Yes. You're really good at that. And at home. And at home. You say that like I... I'm an alcoholic. This is the bar every night. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean at the bar every night, but anywho, on this lovely little podcast, we like to read stories off the internet about the hospitality industry and then discuss was there an asshole? Was there a hero? And then rate that story one through five, one being your average story, five being a unique situation like you need to stop everything and tell someone now. Right. And usually those stories involve bartenders, but we are getting exploring more of the server side of things because. We're all the same. Hospitality industry is Hosp- hospitality. Right. Exactly. Even if it's a uh, back of the house. Right. Because those fuckers. They have some stories. They have some stories. Especially when they do interact with customers because you know that that's it somebody is, did something wrong. It is so funny. Not funny. It is so fun to watch back of the house, like bring something out to a guest and like, here you go. This is so like. Right. You know, that's fine to talk to your expo like that, you know, or whatever. Like not in a demeanor, but just like tone, I guess. I don't know. Never mind. (laughs) Anyways, and on this podcast, since we are adults, we like to enjoy adult beverages. And the other day I was at Sam's Club buying some groceries or a couple things. And I was like, ooh, ginger kombucha. That sounds good because my tummy's been tummy lately. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm over the age of 40. You got to be regular. I got I to gotta start, start being regular. Start doing the little things, right? And I like kombucha. You used to make it. I love it. kombucha. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to drink one today. I'm like, ooh, what if we do a Moscow meal, but with this ginger kombucha instead? So we have Tinkerman's. They have an addition called Kirasi Bright and Complex. It has Asian flavors in there. Yep. We have a little chai til- chai Thai Thai. I'm sorry, trying to combine the two for some reason. Yeah. Thai chili. Yes. Uh, pepper. And lime juice and simple syrup. Yep. And so, yeah. It's so delightful. It's basically just like a Moscow mule, but just. I mean, is it? The blueprint of a Moscow mule. Mm-hmm. That's nice. With our little surf side sips, straws. Yes. yes. They're amazing. This guy, go check him out. He does amazing work. He makes, he hand blows glass straws. Yep. Made out of the same type of glass that Pyrex containers are made out of. So they are durable and heat resistant and dishwasher safe and all of the things. They're amazing. So awesome. Would you like to go first or would you like me to? I can go first. Okay. I haven't awesome. read in a long time. Yeah, you haven't. <laughs> Only when I can't read, you read, which is every day. So this was, this comes from this Tales from Your Server subreddit called Don't Fight Your Bartender. I mean, come on. Uh, Posted five years ago by Mal Fire Gaming. Okay. I'm trying to blink the tears out of my eyes. It's the cat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, all right, here we go. I've been working at a small local dive bar for three years now, and I'm good with the regulars. It was an ordinary Tuesday night, and I'm rocking it solo. Night ticks by and people come and go, but I have a steady crowd of regs to keep me company. This rando walks in the door and acts all big shot, telling me he has been coming here for years. Never seen him. Knows the owner, Bob. Owner's name is Bob. And (laughs) that he tips well. Yeah, right, buddy. So I pour him a beer, a shot, and leave him be. But a few minutes later, he starts getting really loud and obnoxious, trying to talk to some patrons on my bar that clearly don't want to talk back. They seem to be able to handle themselves, so I leave it be. 20 minutes and two beers go by and Buddy has gone from zero to circus bear. He starts slurring (laughs) and wobbling in his stool. So I cut him off and tell him and give him a big water. Now, Buddy is not having any of it. He knocks the water over and said he doesn't need to drink that shit. So naturally, I tell him he's got to go. He refuses. So I eject him a bit more forcefully. Was this you? (laughs) <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> now he's pissed. He's pacing back and forth outside the bar, screaming to come out and fight him at the top of his lungs. I just ignore it and go back to chatting with my regs. And eventually he gets tired of it and goes away. A while later, I step out for a smoke with one of my regs. I'm chatting, facing the bar to keep an eye on the patrons. Buddy apparently has been waiting for me across the street and sees his opportunity winds his fist up and starts running full speed across the street. My reg gets a weird look on his face while I'm talking to him, looks behind me, looks at the sandwich board, looks behind me again, and steps out behind me grabbing the sandwich board. I turn around just in in time to see Buddy go full speed right into the outstretched sandwich board that my reg is holding. Smash. (laughs) You could hear his head hit the board. He fell back to the ground and just lay there. My reg put the sandwich board down. We flick out our smokes and go back inside. A minute later, Buddy gets up and slinks away. Never saw Buddy again. Wow. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) So this guy's either on something like he took a prescription pill or or just ah, maybe he just has a lot of mental health issues. And, right. And just was like, you know, on another world. Uh, it's coming from experience um, with the with you uh, <laughs> cutting people off when they are behaving that way is necessary, but very, very often unwelcome. <laughs> It's always unwelcome. <laughs> I mean, this this dude had Buddy had a had a grudge and he held on to it mm, for longer than I would have expected. Right. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. A regular and the bar, bartender kind of like teamed up because the regular was like, if the bartender does this, the bartender's gonna get fired. Or, or he in, just saw it coming because he was facing the right direction. Oh, that's true too. Maybe he's just helping him out. Like, yeah. But it's it to me. It doesn't feel like the. The regular swung the board. It's just, just that he held, held it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, I'm giving you a couple seconds to see this little thing right. in front of your face. Right. I see Buddy getting clothesline falling down. <laughs> like, uh, what's that game you play when your kids Red Rover, Red Rover, send yeah, Riley over? Very and much. you know how many times people just get clothesline? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do kids not die playing right. that game? <laughs> I don't think they're allowed to play. I doubt it either. <laughs> I doubt that anymore. But yeah, so yeah, that's. That's just weird because so so he only had the one beer and the one shot before he took no, off. No, no, no. And then there's two more beers after that. Oh, yeah. But sorry. I think. But yeah, uh, 20 minutes and two beers go by and Buddy has gone from zero to Circus Bear. Yeah. So either. Which is a great line. Right. <laughs> We're stealing that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But um, he needs to say something, but um, just take a pause. So I think 
he either has to have been either shit faced before he got there on some sort of medication or, or has some other mental health things going on or combination of everything, which yep. I'm not judging. Like it is what it is, but it's also like four, four drinks, unless you don't drink ever for, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe he's just a lightweight. I mean, I just got called out for over serving a customer at the speed dating event. I bartended this thing only lasted like an hour and 45 minutes and everyone got the max of two drinks and a shot. Right. In an hour and 45 minute time frame. Right. Person goes over to the other associated restaurant and the other bartender and general manager thought I overserved her because she was acting goofy or loopy or just different. I'm like, no, no one got more than two drinks and right. a shot. And I'm sorry if you, if that is way past your max and maybe you shouldn't be drinking that. Cause I can't tell. Like and plus her last drink was 30 minutes before the event. Right. Closed. So, so I guess what, what I'm saying do in the in, in so, between yeah. time. So it seems it's very similar to this, right? Like right. what, what happened right. in the short amount of time before or after that? Like just, where did circus bear come in and right. how did they get there? God, I might think I was wearing a little hat. Better, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's always fun to have those moments with customers. Like, okay, you saw what the fuck just happened, right? Yeah. You know, and they agree, or yeah. obviously they were a part of the experience, right? See, the wind up for the story sounded like it was going to be so much more entertaining, right? But it was kind of um anticlimactic, right? Like, it's kind of flat, yeah. Like, Buddy did try to fuck people up, but he got hit by a Sanders board and then left. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a fun story, though. Maybe he was just looking for a fight, too. Maybe, the you know, girlfriend, he found out girlfriend or partner was cheating on him, and he just wanted to find you, a fight. Your imagination goes great places. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's just a, a wild scenario for you to just pull out of a nowhere. That's what I'm here. But, yeah, Buddy absolutely was looking for a fight. He walks in the door, acts all big shot, telling mm-hmm. me he's been coming here for years, never seen him, <laughs> <laughs> knows the owner, Bob. Donor's day is yeah, Bob. right. <laughs> I'm like, you want to call Bob right now? Ask him. <laughs> I need some right. <laughs> but I mean, to be f- so like completely backtracking here. Yeah. But he got what was coming for him mm-hmm. or what was coming for him. Yep. To him? To him. Yep. Um, good story. Yeah. I think I think this gets a solid three. I was going to say the same thing because it's a little above average. Uh I mean, are there stories of where page guest patrons want to fight bartenders? Absolutely. But I think what makes this that point five or point eight more than like a two is because the the regular was out there just held out the sandwich board. The guy basically ran into it himself. Right. I love it when people get what's coming for them. Right. I love it so much. Right. Like we, like you always say, play stupid games, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yep. Absolutely. And this was a stupid game and he got a stupid prize and I'm here for it. You're here. And I, I've, buddy absolutely was the asshole in the story. I don't feel like there's any other. No. And the hero is the, is the, the, the regular. Right. The absolute, absolutely. I mean, the bartender did a great job of not escalating, which is fine. That I mean, we know of. That we know of. Correct. And that's just part of their job. That They're not a hero because they're just doing their job. Right. The regular coming in and like, you know just, what? I've, I've, I've envisioned it nonchalant too. Like he just like 
grabs Sanders' board, holds it up mm-hmm. like like nothing happened, puts it back up. Right, he's got his. Sm- he just lit a cigarette. He's, he's got, got the motherfucker hanging out. Hanging out. I was like, let me just pick this bitch right up right here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh my god, guys. No, it was all. It's like the matador and the and the cloth. Oh the yeah, room. yeah. Oh my god, that'd have been hilarious. That's hilarious. But instead of a cloth, it's a Sanders board. board. <laughs> Ole. <laughs> If you have a crazy story like that or an unusual story, we'd love to hear it. We do have a subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? It is in the, it is in the, is in the script. It is in, there is a link in the description of any podcast platform that you are listening to. Yes. Thank you. Or if you are a verbal person, we love to hear your lovely voice. 563-277-0072. You can leave us a voicemail of a story. Or if you're a regular holding a sandwich board for somebody to run into, call us while it's happening. That would be fantastic. Yes. We're still waiting on it. We're still waiting. We're still waiting on a live story. Yeah. And I cannot wait. Yep. Exactly. So. A minute by minute play by play. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. If you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for just $3 a month. We talk more with each guest about their personal experiences, their growth in the bartender industry, what they're doing now, and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender and they each have exciting lives. So yeah, just for $3 a month, you know, that's a pint. That's less than a pint of glass of beer. So go check it out. Links in the description at Patreon. Do you want to start a tab? Thank you so much, guys. Did you guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails? We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description, Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. And speaking of Patreon and our subreddit, we have someone who left us a story that is not Iceman. Woo! Woo! Sorry, Iceman, Iceman. We love you. We love you. You know that. But it's always fun to have someone else. Our hard work of just pounding this idea of people leaving us stories. Yes. It's finally paying off. So I actually, the guy, the gentleman who left us a story, we follow each other on Instagram and we've had random conversations for the past, I don't know, six, eight months. And he messaged me saying, I love this story. I'm like, all right, cool. Nice. And so he might be a future guest. FYI. But anyways. So what's his name? His name, his username on subreddit or not subreddit on, on Reddit? Reddit is the Fred Loin five. What? Look at his last name on Instagram. Fredland? The Fredland Five. Sorry if I'm totally crushing or not crushing. <laughs> I'm not crushing your last name. I am totally <laughs> whiffing on it. So he was posted seven days ago, so just a week ago. And the, oh, excuse me. And the uh, title? Po- yep. God, I'm just. Words are very hard. Mm-hmm. The title of this story is Brandon lied to me. Brandon lied to me. Mm-hmm. So if you want to comment on the story, just go to our subreddit and you'll see it in that thread. I used to bartend at a small brewery in a suburb of Indianapolis. Okay. Colts. One Saturday, we had a total buyout of the spot for a wedding. This was a full day buyout and we were completely closed to the public. Signs were put out. 
we had hired valet, etc. One thing to note, this was not a 100% formal attire affair. Ceremony goes, ceremony goes without a hitch. We move into what we would call the reception. Everyone is partying, long line at the bar, etc. I happen to see a guy standing off the side of the bar holding a growler. I stopped serving the line and go talk to him. I mentioned that we were closed for a private party, to which he replied, I am with the party. While the event was not formal attire wedding, I couldn't help but notice that the middle-aged man wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt with his guy hanging out at the bottom seemed out of place. I asked him to be more specific, and while this is definitely on me, I asked if he was the bride or the groom. He stumbled on his words, and he said the groom. Or, I'm sorry, I asked if he was with the bride or groom. He stumbled on his words and said the groom. At this point, I had built up a good rapport with couple and flagged the groom over. I asked him if he knew Brandon, and he said no. Shocking, I know. <laughs> I asked the man to leave, to which he got very angry because he needed his growler that night. He started getting very saucy. Our executive chef... <clears throat> As he started getting saucy, our executive chef, who was in charge of him, came over and had to escort him out. Turns out Brandon lives down the street from the brewery. He let us all know that he wasn't that he was going to call the police and start having cars towed because we didn't have permits for valet. But we did. <laughs> Long story, not too short. Brandon was 86 from the brewery that day. <laughs> Man, <sighs> entitled people. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Like, it might look like just a normal day, maybe like with a party going on. Because a brewery will do a lot of different things, right. right? Like, hey, you can come here. We can guarantee your people, but we're still going to be open to the public. Right. Because it takes a lot of money. You have to spend a lot of money to close down a place for a day. Because mm -hmm. I work at a brewery, and we've done that a couple of times, which I don't think we'll do anymore because you we built event spaces now. Oh, yeah. But, but, yeah, and it costs... It's a pretty penny because yeah. when you think of the profits and revenue and, mm -hmm. you know, all of the numbers that go in behind running a business. Yep, absolutely. So I could see, you know, like, oh, I, I live on the street. I'm just going to go to this brewery real quick. Go get my growler filled. Let's just step back and take a look from the guy who got 86, the Brandon, let's call him. Well, well they called him Brandon, but like, so he lives on the street. Hey, I'm going to go to my brewery. That's blocked down a couple of blocks down. Whatever. Get there. Okay, kind of looks like something's going on, but I don't see, I missed the signs, I missed the valet, I missed everything, which is fine, because if you walk there, you sometimes you miss things like that. He said there were signs on the door. Look, I understand, but people still miss if signs all the time. No, no, no. People choose not to observe signs. Sure. There's, a, and people who choose not to observe signs are idiots. Well, you married one, so. You never choose not to, to observe a sign. I also miss a lot of signs, so, you know. Not on doors to bars. <laughs> oh, so anyways, but he goes up to the bar because maybe he thinks maybe he also thinks, well, maybe if I, it's just a growler. I just want to growl. Which is a fucking entitled bullshit argument. I know. It's just a growler. I don't give a fuck. You're closed. They're closed. I, I don't give a fuck. Dude's an asshole. I am not trying to just, I am going through his mind. That's all I'm trying to do is go through his mind. Yeah, but he doesn't deserve to be empathized with. He's in the wrong, period. End of discussion. There was a sign on the door. He didn't read the sign on the door. He's an asshole. There was a sign on the door. He chose to ignore the sign on the door and go to the bar. Anyway, he's an asshole. There's no <laughs> ifs, ands, or buzz about it. I understand that. 
<laughs> There's no reason to empathize with him. <laughs> I'm not empathizing with him. I am trying to get into his headspace is the definition of empathy. <laughs> you know, Miss Psychology. <laughs> I'm trying to make good content for our podcast, and you're just smashing it down like a bug on the fucking street. Okay, first of all, I'd never smash a bug on the street. It's outside, it's where it needs to be. That's true. But also, this is good content. Don't be a dick. If you see a sign on the door, don't be a dick. I agree. If you don't see the sign on the door and they tell you to leave because it's a private party, apologize and then leave. That's what I was getting at. He should have, when he said we're closed for a private party, that's where it should have ended. Yep. But he decided because he is, he An does feel entitled prick. Right. That was the whole point I was trying to get to. We just got there your way, not my way. But it's better. I know. Your way is always better. But I agree. It's it just like, well, they all get so snooty. And as if their one growler fill once a week or three times a week is going to make this business stay out of business. Or their right. one stupid Google review. But guess what? Business Nobody owners, gives a fuck. Business owners will reply to that and give the full story because people who give shitty reviews usually don't give the whole story, especially on scenarios like this. Right. Because the guy probably said there was no signs. There's no way of knowing that, the, you know. Yeah, they buddy, go fuck yourself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, we appreciate the the story. Now, what are we going to rate this story? Ugh. What, sorry, what was the title again? So Brandon lied to me. Saying that he knew the groom. So that's another, okay, so that's another thing too. I've asked people that same question. Like, especially when I worked at the Revolt Lounge, they, couples, especially like during the rehearsal dinner, they might have like start a tab uh-huh. and go to the room next door and just say, hey, people who say they're on this tab. Mm-hmm. And if someone doesn't look like they belong in a rehearsal dinner. Right. I'm not saying you have to be dressed up for a rehearsal, but I'm just saying I worked at a hotel where it's fancy and people just got dressed up a little bit nicer right. than normal. Like, like you can still be wearing jeans, but have a polo on instead of a t-shirt. An iron or, shirt or something like. Yeah. Or like don't come in looking like you just get off work. Right. And there'd be people who walk through a different door and they see someone who just said to put it on the tab and they say the same thing. I'm like, who are you with? I'm like I go, what's your name? And then they stumble because I get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Yep. And I'm like, haha, good one, good try. And I go, unless you can go talk to him right now. And then they like, you know, tail behind the leg. Right, between their legs. legs and, yeah. And then I go, you can still order from me. I don't care, but don't pull that shit, man. Like, let's go. Like, right. Don't be a dick to other people. Like, that's so disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, you're to, basically stealing $13. Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah. Like, this couple is here for their wedding mm-hmm. and you're trying, they're already spending ass, like, money out the ass and you're here trying to add to because so you can get a free fucking drink if you can't get if you can't pay for your drink don't go to the bar right absolutely so entitled uh, people drive me up a wall mm-hmm. i there there are very few things that will make me as furious as people trying to trying to get what they don't deserve right or, exactly. what the, or like, I mean, you can get what you don't deserve as long as it's offered to you freely, mm-hmm. but not taking it. Right. Someone goes, hey, you want a drink? Put it Fuck on my tab. Yeah, put, yeah. And don't take, assume that they're willing to pay for everyone's drink. Right. And don't try to take something from somebody that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, that's just disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. So on a story for me for this. It can't be hard in a two for you. 
Because you literally just gave an example of people who tried to do right. that regularly. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, I would say two two. Just it's higher than a two. I said a two point two. But how, okay, please explain. I just did. I guess because I don't see that all the time happening where people say they know that bride or groom, you yeah. know. But also that the guy tried coming back at them like, "I'm going to call the cops on you because you don't have a permit," right? Like they are. I don't know. It just seems like it's just a little bit tighter. To me, unique than just two or this like one. This eight. could lo- lose us some listeners. So if you want to cut this out, I'm giving you the opportunity to do so by saying this. Okay. But people who wear Let's Go Brandon gear mm-hmm. almost all have this attitude. Almost all. I didn't say all. Yeah. But the the vote was stolen. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Every. I deserve this. I deserve that. No, you don't. Fuck off. <laughs> and like, it's just like the same, it's the same demographic as the Karens to me. Right. You know, like people who wear that stuff, there's probably going to be some resistance or argumentativeness or this or that, you know, there's going to be a little pushback on whatever you tell them. Yep. And they're going to try to get, because, the 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 entity behind the merch mm-hmm. created an atmosphere of entitlement, created an atmosphere of um, wanton hate being okay to exhibit on a daily basis. Right. I if. <sighs> Whatever your political leanings are, if you're if you're wearing let's go Brandon gear, fuck you. <laughs> right. Because that's your attitude. You're right. You because, can be a Republican and still be right. but like the whole let's go Brandon thing kind of seems very extreme on right. certain issues. And, and I just, I have never had a positive interaction while acting in a service capacity with somebody wearing let's go Brandon gear. Yep. So I don't think this gets more than one point five. Okay. Um, yep. So there we go. Yeah. Well, we thanks. Thank you for submitting that to our subreddit, Billy. We appreciate it. And we look forward to having you on because this guy is a 2023 regional finalist of Patron Perfectionist. And he's a world-class U.S. 2024 top 100 bartender. Nice. So his Instagram pics are pretty cool. Circle City Cocktails. If you want to go check that out. And yeah, just always remember, don't be a dick. Tip your bartenders and drink responsibly.